Scripture and there's a lot to pull out. Like every verse is like a bone marrow, and you can chew on it and just keep getting more and more out of it. But I'm really also happy that Jesus gave us the Cliff Notes version of what it's all about. Because I can always go back to the Cliff Notes. And, and uh, uh, these days, or the last several years to be at least, I really like the Cliff Notes version of what the whole thing's about has been really, I've been grateful for and hanging on to. So when I think of like, what's this whole thing? Like, what are we doing here? The Christmas version is this, right? Found in Matthew. When Jesus himself was asked, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And, and I, the last sentence to me is to kick it, right? Here's the two things God tells us to do when he comes to earth in human form. He says, these are the two biggest things. Then it says, and then sort of top it all off, all the law, all the law, not just like a lot of laws, but all of it, everything, and all the prophets hang on these two commandments. I'm not telling you something you don't know. But for me, as I live my life, um, what I hope to do is be part of this team. So like, I want to figure out what does it look like for to be a Jesus follower in the Cliff Notes version, which doesn't take away from any of the death people from anywhere else, because it's really exciting to me. Love God, love others. Love God, love others. So kind of, you want to put everything sort of in that context of love God, love others. So at your tables here, just go to have a conversation. If we're called to love others, and if we're going to follow Jesus' example of loving others, like, what does it look like? Is it, so... Jesus, right? Here it is. This is what it's all about. When God does things. This is what he does. He does it like Jesus does. 
and we are called to do the same. In fact, we need to do more according to Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. So what does that look like? Let's think about two minutes at the table and just chat. Like, how would you sum it up, maybe? What words would you use to sum it up? Chat amongst yourselves. Go. Uh, we talked about 
Loving the marginalized. Let's talk about that. Of course, it says it raises the margins. One more. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
in the WMA Sarah going to Universal Studios in our girls trip. That might not sound like a big deal, but in a family and a young lady who lives in a marginalized, isolated life, having normal friendships with the people your age is amazing. Yesterday I was in Richmond, uh, dropping my son off, because we're trying to find somebody to get rid of our 14-year-old. Our kids go from 28 to 14. We're not supposed to have a 14-year-old, but we have one. And uh, we got to get rid of him this summer, so we took him to my brother's house in Richmond. He's going to be there for like 10, 12 days by that, maybe 20, 30. I don't know. And uh, while up there, I'm getting messages from some friends of mine who have intellectual development disabilities, some of my very best friends, saying, where are you? I'm in Richmond. Where are you? We're going to the movies. We're going to pizza. This big group of 20, 30-somethings got together yesterday, just like 20, 30-somethings do. They went to pizza, they went to the cookout, I think. They went to a couple movies. And, like, they went to help a friend move. Like, big deal? That's a huge deal. One of those friends I've been friends with for many years. And whenever I go pick him up, take him to the movies or do something, I always ask him, what you been doing? The answer is always nothing. And when I say nothing, it's this. He hasn't left the house the last time I picked him up. He lives in a terrible situation. But, his life is nice. And nowadays, when I pick him up, it's common to say, oh, we went to the movies with this other group of people, this is friends. This is beautiful stuff. But the current reality, if you want to talk about a margin that exists, and probably every one of you in your own lives has a place where you know someone with intellectual development disabilities. But, and I'm not saying it's easier than the age of 22, but through the age of 22, you probably have school for seven and a half hours a day. But at the age of 22, what happens is you either have Get lucky and happen to get you some government-funded program. Or you have families who spend all their time taking these stuff. All their time and resources they get. We're worried that will anybody else be my child's friend. Or you can do kind of nothing. That is a reality that I can't see. And so a group of us, uh, a few years back, got together. And Ephesians 2 can inspire us. The version that says, we are God's masterpiece. We are all created perfectly. There is no mistake from God that we're all masterpieces. Uh, we we formed a five one three called Masterpiece Life. Said well, we want to do something. We don't know what we want to do, but we want to do something. And so uh, we ended up telling a quick story of it. Uh, we ended up and we formed a board, an organization. Got the IRS approved our paperwork, all that stuff. I thought like that was cool enough. I got I got approved. Uh, and then um, we started traveling around. And we ended up down in Durham, North Carolina. And we were looking at things like jobs and housing and, and all that. And we met this group in North Carolina, this lady, Susan Swain. She said, We've got my advice to That's why we can go to Durham. She said, Start with community. Like jobs and housing and all that stuff is great, but start by building community. Everybody needs community. And so we're like, Oh, that's cool. So that's what we'll do. We'll create a community for friends of all of them. Uh, we started thinking, what does that look like? And Kobe came in there and all sorts of stuff. And then we've, and, and one of the cool things is people just started walking up to us and giving us money. Like, literally, hey, here's $10,000. Cool, we're not doing anything. All right, God. Like, whatever, you have to stop here, right? And so during COVID, we really did nothing, but people kept giving us money. So we're like, well, maybe we can hire somebody. And so we put out a, uh, we put out a, like, you know, a feeler, and we interviewed people on TV, that's a joke. Um, and we, we did a lot of stuff, we talked about folks, and then Hannah Altizer, who was one of my true heroes, she's sitting up there, goes to the she said, I have this gigantic, she's been going to the telephone. Like, all right, so we interviewed KJ, and 
It's really weird to give it to someone for a job that doesn't exist yet. And basically, how would you do a job that doesn't exist? And she's like, I don't know, but we don't know either. We can just, who are you? Who are you? And you want to do a job that's never existed before. And, and we decided to hire her. So she was going to go to vet school at the end of this year. We're like, well, she's awesome. We'll hire her for one year and pay her part time. And so, uh, so this year has been awesome. So in August, KJ Bowen has been our staff assistant. And then uh, I told her back in November, I'm like, hey, you're pretty cool. Like, if you want to put off vet school, we'll keep you around and pay more money. She's not going to vet school. She's got in vet school. And then maybe in March or something, she was at the house we were talking. And she said, would it be okay if I stuck around? And I started crying. And she's like, well, is it okay when you cry? I'm like, this is the most beautiful moment of my life, I think, right now. She's going to stick around. So KJ's our full time um, staff person. And I want you to know, by the way, we have a seller that's happening in this church block, okay? So KJ's there, and along the way, she's invited all these people from uh, fellowship, she's a fellow, and from Feast, and folks, and we started building this team, and one of those volunteers was Sydney Doherty, and Sydney just been this awesome volunteer with us, and then, like, she's like, well, I'm trying to put off grad school for a year, and so we're like, well, can we hire you too? So we hired Sydney, so she started doing one of this year. We have two staff people, and what basically they were doing is fulfilling our mission and vision statement. So our vision is this. So a vision is what's your preferred reality, right? The current reality is, if you are the age of 22, it's really isolating if you have a disability. And our preferred reality is that nobody with a disability or their families has to live life in the margins or have to live a life, life of, of isolation. And so that's what we're going to try to make happen here in the and, uh, and it is happening because yesterday, we got together and went to see movies and pieces. Yes, God. That's right, Ruth Anna. By the way, Ruth Anna is the queen over here. Y'all don't know Ruth Anna who's party on the You gotta know Ruth Anna. This, is, this will become your favorite person in no time. All right, and today, our mission, like how we're gonna achieve our uh, vision. One is we're gonna create an inclusive community for people of all abilities. And that's what KJ spent the last year working on. And, and we, by the way, this is not gonna become, you know, like an invitation to go to part of the future. Uh, if you're looking for a way, to, to, to take another step into mission, to love others as Jesus did. Like, we got a place for you, right? And you have need no skills as long as you're nice to you. That's all. Like, with no back Like, if it's really recent coming around, you know, maybe it's a long time. Uh, so, so, what does she do? So, she organizes a large group of events, kind of young life ish looking. Like, a lot of us came through Capernaum. I'm still a Capernaum leader, which is young life for adolescent disabilities, which, by the way, was at the age of 22. But we can't keep these kids out because when they go, we're not going to have a place to go. We had a beautiful graduation for friends who are 25, 30, 35 over who have been part of the tournament. So you graduated now, so you're going to get your master's in So we have these large group events and social outings. We go to, we go to Rail Yard Dogs and, and Salem Red Sox and bowling and all sorts of cool stuff like that. She's building it. This is a place I'll come and volunteer for these later, but we're building life paths. We can like to pair any one of our adult friends with disabilities with a family or another person. Just We are, our want to have a clubhouse or a place where, like, all day long activities go right now, the resources to people versus places. And God said, just give us a place for free. I'm confident. So, when you do, just give us a place for free. We'll have it on our clubhouse. Uh, we are looking for ways for our friends and disabilities to play leadership roles. This isn't, this is uh, not, so you, there's, there's five ways you can work with folks with disabilities. You can be ignorant, just not even notice this. You can have pity. You can build friendships. 
That's what we're starting. We're looking at To then get to co-laboring, where you have a role to play together. In the church, in the community, in friendship groups, you have a role to play. That's what we're trying to build is this friendship and co-laboring situation. And then we're also partnering with Capernaum. So we are a place for Capernaum folks to graduate to, but also we're working with Capernaum to then train our friends who are too old for Capernaum to be leaders and buddies back within the Capernaum world. And so that's really cool. So there's an overlap there with Young Life. And so that, that kind of looks like this. I mean, it's just, it's just people getting together. Like, if you know how to be a friend to anyone, you can be a friend to someone who masters this alliance. It has been the most beautiful year. One of the reasons I'm leaving my job, and another one, is I got to the next week doing this, and as a high school principal, you gotta go to everybody else's soccer games, which is fun, but you know. So I thought, they made this new job, I've done it for 19 years, so they made this job, and I said to our superintendent, who goes to our church, and says, does that job have any meetings? And he said, no, I said, I'll take it. So uh, we're gonna make a life change in the meeting house so that we can start having more time for friendships. Then the second thing we're doing, we're just getting started, is to create if we want to support this group, the local church is right to create spaces of welcoming and roles of purpose for people with disabilities and their families. So, Master Brian is taking every person with a disability in Northern Valley, but the church And so, what we're just at the very cusp of doing is getting churches who are interested to be part of a network of churches that hopefully this fall start meeting on a regular basis and having outside experts come in and looking at different folks of what it's like to have a disability and how that impacts the church as you look at the church. Land do you use? How we teach about healing? What the pulpit's shaped like physically? Who can get there? Who couldn't get there? How the Sunday school work? How our teachers train? All sorts of stuff. And then work together to audit one another and go and like visit each other's churches and support each other. And then we, who get ready to know all these folks, we want to be a place of fun and welcoming for folks in churches. But also when we have friends who say, "Hey, my, uh, I want to go to a church. I live out in Garden City. Where should I go?" We want to go say, "Here's a church where you can go." Yeah, here's a church that's ready for you. And then we want to eventually get to have a big conference. Uh, that's a whole other story. We want to have this, like, we want to rally this part of the state and country directly for the adults with disabilities. So if you're interested in joining, here's the things you can do. We have a day camp. It's our second one. We partnered with the Capernaum. It's going to be July 20th to 22nd. We need buddies. We've got like 60 people signed up to come or something like that. We've got like four or five buddies or 10 buddies right now. We need folks who just come who are going to be there from like 3 to 7. He won't work. He won't play. And be there for uh, just a few hours to be someone's buddy. And you will get a good nice team. Uh, we can have middle school ladies and maybe 13, 14 and up serve as buddies. So maybe have kids or grandkids. It just might be a great thing for them to do for three days in the summertime. And get them just a taste of the kingdom. We have a volunteer leader team. If you want to be part of our team, we want to talk to KJ. Can you wave your hands? Somebody knows KJ. Right? Or Cindy, wave your hands. They will, what does it look like to be on this team? We need Life Pals. So the volunteer leader is going to be a lot more stuff. But Life Pals, you might not be a lot of things. You might just have this one person, just your person. And they are not going to be isolated. It's you, your family. We'll just hang out with you Just checking on. Just make friends, checking on friends. Uh, we, you can get the word out. You probably think that some folks might be interested. You could uh, connect us to other folks who might be a part of Masterpiece Alliance. And by the way, this QR code goes to our website and can give you a one day number again. Uh, you can financially support us. We, I promise you, we're not turned out anything. We take cash checks, we have credit card. You can give us stock. You know, the first stock donation today. I was very proud of myself. That is stock. Well, yeah, it works. Cool. So uh, we're learning. We're just making something to go along. We never done this before. But uh, it's, it's beautiful to see what God's doing 
through the generosity of people's time and efforts. And then this church is an organization of business. Maybe someone you're connected to. This might be a great question to partner with the Masterpiece Alliance. So I'll give you all my contact information. Uh, feel free to reach out to me, call me, text me. Uh, we're on Facebook. Facebook we're on, so you can go there. Uh, we're on Instagram. I don't like that much more, but it's a little more time. But come on out and see us on social media, or, or if you want to get our test updates, you can sign up for that information. Like we want to invite people to the kingdom. This is what Jesus did, right? Jesus said, let's go do something. Follow me. Now, you're not asking to follow me, but follow me and not follow God. Follow KJ, she follows God. Follow Cindy, she follows God. Like, come on, join up with us. And this is cool. I promise you, you'll, be, you'll have the time of your life. You will see the kingdom happening all the way around you. So, Talk at your table. Now, I hope Masterpiece Alliance has been to me, but there's a lot of arguments. So just kind of like, let's apply this, these ideas. What does it look like when God chooses to love others as a human? He goes to the margins. He says, follow me, let's go to the margins. So I don't want us to just wrap up with like, oh, Scott was interesting, that was interesting. Let's stop and think like, where are the margins in your life? Where did you like encounter the margins? And just leave us to wrap up with that kind of thought. So let's take about a minute or so and talk at your tables. Where did you run into the margins? Who might you invite just to love someone in the margins? Don't share lipstick, anybody here, okay? And 
so while she had it, she was embarrassed. She wanted to cover up, and she felt isolated, right? And then it didn't feel good. And so she, along, she came together and gave a plucked up to all their friends about Jesus touching a, a person with leprosy and how the Jesus that they serve steps right into the messiest situations. And for people who feel like they need to step back because they got something on their because they got leprosy or they got some other garbage, he steps right in there and puts his hand on them, touches them, and loves them. And so this isn't just an opportunity to get together and play some games and have peace. Right? The gospel being proclaimed to, for, and with, and by people of all abilities. And, and, and I don't know where God's going to go this whole day, other than the fact that when I know that when the kingdom moves, it is a beautiful thing. I know that lives change. I know that there are ramifications that, that happen for eternity. And in Master's Alliance, that's happening. And the invitation to you, you have an invitation to join up on that mission. And then the challenge to all of us is where in my life do I see margins? Let me see those margins. Our prayer is let me see those margins with God's eyes. And then let me have the boldness to say to somebody, let's go into that margin. And let's go for the people. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that you step into our lives. We are all marginalized in some way. None of us are worthy of, of you. Thank you for loving us that way. Thank you for changing our lives. Thank you for your kingdom that is more powerful than anything else that might distract us. And I pray for all of us, Lord, that we would see this world through your eyes and that we would step into margins, that we would love, and that you would do great things. Thank you for this church, which is, has such an impact in this valley, in this world, frankly. I pray your blessing on each of these people. I pray that you would show each of us where we are to give ourselves away, who we're to invite, where we're to love. And please don't let us get stuck in the mainstream, not realizing what you're all about. But let us have the joy of seeing your kingdom work. Amen. Yeah. Thank you.